informative, thought-provoking, factually correct. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to This Podcast is None of Those Things, starring Brian and Elliot. Coming to you from the Dirty Dina studio in Pasadena, Texas, here we go. Welcome everybody to This Podcast is None of Those Things. It's a very special episode. It's just me, Brian, here, but I am joined by my friend Joshua Hunking. Josh, it's great to see you. How you been? I'm well. I'm well from one bookend to the other on the offensive line. I'm, uh, it's good to see you. Rip Thomas. Hello, everybody. How's it going, buddy? I'm going well. Joe Carey. How's it going, everybody? We wanted to do a little little get-together and tell some stories about our uh, – our old football coach, I mean, he's not really old, but our former coach, uh, Coach Politis. Now, Josh and Rick, we were his first class. Joe, so now you had the privilege of having him for two years. Yes, yes. It so, was, uh, definitely was great to have him as a head coach after uh, many years of bad football in E-Town. And, uh, <laughs> I guess it would have been your senior year. It was our first winning season in quite a long time. Yep. And it was great to see him uh, turn the program around. Coach Place was one of those coaches who was stern, but he was friendly. Like, just one of those great guys to have as a coach. He brought so much excitement. He was such a memorable part of senior year. Absolutely. Uh, you know, he was he was uh, coming in new and uh, had a bunch of hungry seniors who were just waiting to uh, – to see what he could bring, we uh, you know we had a, a very tight, close group had been playing for years, and um, you know he just came in and provided that tremendous energy. Um, and you know if, if you want to talk about somebody who could give you the confidence for whatever you were going to be facing, oh yeah, whether it was coming up, you know, against the team that's beaten you for ever mm-hmm. over and over. Um, you know, he, he, he could surround you with the motivation and, and, and the confidence to go out there and, and, uh, do your best and, you know, have a chance at coming out with success, even if that success wasn't necessarily winning. No. And coach Politis from the jump came in and gave us that jolt. We got this coach and we're like, we didn't know what to expect. We had just come off of like three awful years mm-hmm. with the previous administration a lack of fire a lack of energy a lack of well it, i would have run through i would run through three or four walls for him we're getting a new coach our senior year and we've always been a successful class like right our whole our whole we weren't from, used to losing peewees on up we were successful we were either Champions, co-champions. We were playoff runners up. We yeah. were we were good, and I mean that year uh, junior high when we had Fosnot back and mm-hmm. and we went undefeated and we beat Jeff Smokers, Mannheim Central, and right. everything. Yeah. Like we, we were good, and we were just like so terrible. Yeah. And then we get this new guy, and we're like, oh man, and it it just was a polar opposite. Of what we could have expected. Oh God, yes! Like, I I think me and uh, Dusty were the first players to meet him. Right. 
Because we were we were doing our normal under the previous administration, sneak around to go to the weight room. Right. And we ran into him and um, Mr. Knorr. Okay. As he was showing showing Coach Politis around. Right. And to the we awesome were, facilities that we had in Elizabethtown. Yeah. Which, that's another thing. He got those upgraded. Right. Big upgrades. Yeah. Like, is the stuff, not just our team and what, what he meant to us, but what he meant to the program overall. Yeah. You know, is just fantastic. Yeah, he definitely brought a sense of pride back to the to the program, for oh, yeah. sure. Just, you could tell as soon as you met him, the energy in the yeah. building changed. Yeah. Like, and... When I went and saw him the other day, the like as soon as I saw him, I was ready to run through a wall that day. Yep. I'm 40 years old and way too <laughs> fat to be running through anything. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's that that energy he puts off is just infectious for everyone on his team, you know. Yeah. And that's that's just what really helped turn the program around at the time and and made everyone have a great experience with having him as a coach. Yeah. Because I came back for part of your senior year yep. to, to coach during two-a-days. Yep, I remember that. I was a glutton for punishment. Yeah. <laughs> and then I remember, I, I wish I could have got some of the guys that were even younger than us that came up yeah. through the program the whole way. Because that's really when the program hit its yep. stride. Yeah, and, and that was one thing with me. Stay, I, of course, stayed in E-Town and uh, getting to go see – games following years after graduating and everything and, and seeing the way that the way the whole like all around E-Town, the way he made football important again in E-Town and, and got that following of the community you know, that, that was fact. really neat to see. My fondest memory though of, of him is is his first year coaching his wife's having a baby and he gets the call <laughs> He's got to go to the hospital. So coach is out. The The assistants, Robinson and Claire, were running practice and stuff because Politis was out. And uh, the baby was being born. And uh, he shows up at practice with his head with like. All getting warmed up. And here comes coach with sat on. Hat looked a little big. <laughs> well, that's because he had a bandage around his head and uh, four-inch wide gauze the whole way around, looking like like the old school doctor. The only thing he was missing was the silver thing and like the light in in, in his forehead. Bandage wrapped around his head. <laughs> so you got you got the you know the toughest coach on the team. Comes running in with this bandage wrapped around his head. <laughs> Everyone kept razzing him about it for a little bit. And he kept saying, ah, it's nothing, it's nothing. And finally, he broke down and told us what happened. Telling us the story about how he fainted when his child was born. We're like, well, no way. That couldn't have happened. <laughs> and, oh, my God, did we razz him. Oh, you remember and, he showed up with the hat on trying yeah, to cover it tried up? To, yeah, well, that, that didn't last. I mean, that was like... <laughs> Like he never wore a hat, you know, and then all of a sudden he's like got a hat. And we're like, what? What is this guy doing? You know, and this is probably like September. I think he was still wearing shorts. You know, maybe yeah, it might have been I've... early October. Yeah, so, so it was still mild out. It wasn't like you know, 
Because it wasn't all bundled up or anything. That it it was. It, that was. I mean, just our senior class was something special to begin with, and then you know to have us all bonded and everything like that. And then and then here comes here comes this new coach we've only known for like two months, and I mean it was just. It was mayhem for probably at least a half an hour, you know, till he got us. Like, he's like, all right, all right. I can just remember it, you know, like, how he's, you know, his raspy voice. And he's just like, guys, just, you know, we need to get back to practice. And it was, it was too much. It really was. And, you know, one of the things, though, I, I appreciate that he still wanted to come and work with us on a Monday walkthrough. If it was a Monday walk. Right after that. Right. Like, right after the birth of his of his baby. And, you know, and then that baby ended up being... My, well, see, my daughter was born mm, 14 months later. So, our two daughters were a year apart, a grade apart. And they knew each other very well. They were uh, they were they were friends in high school, you know, with the musicals and stuff like that. And uh, yeah, uh, my daughter knows the story very well of Coach Pelitius <laughs> fainting at her friend's birth. And I and I do have this little caveat: I didn't faint when my daughter was born. Oh, <laughs> shots fired, Coach! Shots fired. <laughs> Although it had to do it again, I. I I think I probably would have rather fainted. <laughs> I somewhat relate, you know, um, <laughs> and it's tied to when I had, you know, my first child when we were living in Virginia and I go into the medical room with my wife and, you know, my wife, you know, my first daughter had to be born cesarean section. So, um, you know, they, they let me come in and they're like, yeah, you can watch. And I'm watching and they're starting to do stuff. And apparently somebody saw me and I was getting all white. And they're like, here, you sit down on this chair now. And that experience happened. And my wife was like, yeah, you should have seen how white. I told I told the story about my head coach, my senior year. Coach. <laughs> you know? And that even when, you know, things happen, you get knocked down, you just pop back up and you go forward. <laughs> he needed that chair guy <laughs> that, right. that you had. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Somebody wasn't watching out for him. <laughs> so yeah. it's funny. I met his daughter when I went and saw him. And we had a laugh. I said, I've got a great story about when you were born. And she's like, oh, I've heard it. <laughs> <laughs> well, Brian, what was your uh, what was your memory? I, I think I know the one from film, but I want to <laughs> see if that is what you would come up with. So... Uh, every, it was almost every week there was a Henderson highlight. Oh, yeah. And, like, I don't remember them all, but, like, th three stand out. The one was where I decided I was going to – I was done chasing the quarterback because I had already chased him halfway around the field and, it's like, make my fat rear end f chase these little quick quarterbacks. Right. And – this kid that I'd abused all night just comes and hits me from the blind side and totally decleats me. Right. And Monday in film, Coach Blades is just slow mo <laughs> back and forth, back and forth. Henderson, oh, this, this what is, happened here? I don't know, Coach. It kind of came out of nowhere. 
What'd you learn? Keep your head on a swivel. <laughs> and so that that one stood out, and then there was the effort a game. You know, one thing I would like to ask Coach Blightus if he remembers is um, between the two of us, who had who had the, the more penalties? I'm pretty sure it was you. Me? Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure it would have been you. I, I mean, I should have had more. <laughs> yes, there, you, you should be penal, you should be penalized even today. There were there were some personal fouls that I probably committed that <laughs> I should have got penalized for. The play was I took him on a down block and took him the whole way across to the opposite side of the formation, and then he's laying there on his side. And what you can't see on film is that I'm just hitting him with those shots in the stomach <laughs> just to further intimidate him, even though I've already been beating the crap out of this kid, right? And so all you see is this kid just, like, twitching. <laughs> and once again in film, Henderson, what are you doing? What is it? What are you doing to this kid? You trying to give him a hug? You trying to <laughs> wrestle him? <laughs> and, <laughs> and what am I going to... Like, I can't really defend myself. It's like, I have to right, take Yeah, it's already on film. Because yeah. I'm like, I can't be like, yeah, I was punching him in the gut, being dirty as all hell. Right. Like, <laughs> and then the final Henderson highlight that I remember was the CB <laughs> game. <laughs> you know this yeah, one. I know this one. Uh, that was, man, that was a rough game because I, I managed to get two sacks in the last drive and they still made it on fourth and whatever. And the second sack, I was fired up. And I got up and I jumped in the air and <laughs> Coach Politis pauses. He's like, Henderson, what was that? Was that a jump? I do remember that. <laughs> I do remember that. He's like, he's like, wait, is that is that air between the toes of the ground? <laughs> we could have slipped a piece of paper under your feet. <laughs> <laughs> It was so great. Oh. <laughs> I remember at the time being so upset because I had actually like, like that was like my second sack in a row. And I was fired up. Like I jumped higher than I'll probably ever jump in my life. And he <laughs> says that in the film room. And do you remember the first drive of that game? But no, right? I don't. I remember losing that game by... Yeah. A very short upright uh, that the ball <laughs> clearly did not go between, but uh, not much else from that game do I remember. Did we? Did we march? We marched down the field, right? Right down the field, and we um, we ran bingo and harpo sweep left, sweep right, the whole way, and just broke them down. Yeah, at one point, like, I think they called timeout because we go over to coach and we're like, what are we doing? He goes, make them stop us. Yeah. We're going to do it until they stop it. Yeah. It's like, well, okay. But that was a great, like, confidence thing. Yeah. Because that made us, that made us, you know, even more want to go out and impose our will. Yeah. But. The the Henderson highlights were by far the best part of film on Monday because they would get rewound. Oh, there would be over slow mo and over. <laughs> and coach, you probably don't remember any of this stuff because you know what I mean. But 
to us, th- those are the things that really stuck <laughs> out, you know. The, <laughs> oh my goodness! The God. quick, the quick wit. I mean, I don't. Oh yeah, I don't. It def- you definitely didn't like practice this for an hour before right? you came in. You know what I mean? It was just like, like spontaneous. <laughs> you see all the coaches sitting in the room, yeah. like, watching film, and he's right now. Okay, what's going to be Henderson highlight? Right. What am I going to tell him? <laughs> But yeah, no, it was, it's so much about like, it was just, you wanted to hustle for sure for him. And, you know, and Coach Blanton's turnaround had some really good teams for E-Town. Right. Yeah. yeah I yeah. think, I think had we had him at the beginning of our high school career, things, oh, I mean, it would, the, very it, different. It would have been so much further ahead. It was, it was a lot of ground work to be laid. Yeah. In a short amount of time. I mean, we we had gone from, what did we run? The Veer before that. Then we ran ran, a Power I our sophomore year. The Veer our junior year. Yeah. And then Coach comes in and he goes to the, he fit the offense to the horses he had. Right. We ran the wing tee. Right. Because we had, I mean. Delaware wing tee. Delaware wing tee. But it was perfect for the guys we had. Right. Yeah, you you probably have some good uh, some good defensive memories too. Like, what, what was his favorite defensive uh, play? Oh God, was it? Didn't we have like a a, a Mad Dog Blitz or uh, was yeah, it? the Mad Dog Blitz, Dog Blitz or something? I just, I just, I just remember he seemed to get fired up whenever he, whenever he'd like you know call oh, it. Oh yeah, and then Dusty trying to get the signals. <laughs> he'd be looking over the sideline like what does that mean i don't even know whatever mad dog go <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh shoot that was that was funny stuff i remember we would <laughs> he'd be sending in signals like a madman and Dusty's just confused. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think Coach Blyde did that just because he knew he could mess with Dusty. Right? <laughs> like, he's like, all right, I'm going to see if he can get this one. <laughs> Let's see how well he improvises. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was putting trust in him that he's going to give him nonsense and then say, oh, well, he'll figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I have a Josh Hunking story. Yeah. Um, it's really short, but I think it, it definitely it plays to what we've been saying about just that confidence and that excitement. And I want to say this was Central York when we mounted a comeback and we line up for the game winning drive. And you've always been you were always really quiet in the huddle. Like you 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 just came in, you're like I'm coming in. I'm doing my job, you know. And you walked into that huddle, stood in front of all of us, popped out your mouthpiece and said, who wants to win? And we all just got fired up. <laughs> I remember that. Okay, you guys you guys uh, reflected on that every day after that for years. And, uh, hey. All I can say is I'm, you know, I'm glad to have motivated you with such, such a simple phrase. You know? Right. I'm like, guys, come on, let's stop messing around. Right. <laughs> it was, Time to go. It was, it was, it was, it was, 
Yeah, but I always liked I always liked how uh, Swopey would try to imitate me when I said it. <laughs> him, him or Dusty. Him yes, or Dusty. they uh, <laughs> they they, they like to, to 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 do it in a, a so called Josh tone, you know. Yeah, <laughs> or or make it a little bit more dramatic, right? <laughs> it pro- for me, I think it came across the way it did. Because I was probably winded and tired because that was a pretty... I mean, by the fourth quarter, we all were. (laughs) Yeah. So, uh, anyhow, I was telling you the story last night on the phone about how uh, we were down at Albright, the the passing camp, seven-on-seven camp, and uh, we had just met Coach and Coach Rowe, and we were all down there, and... uh, it was ungodly hot and humid of, you know, <laughs> like it is in Pennsylvania. And I remember we were chafing like horribly bad and we didn't know what to do. I mean, we're like 17, 18 years old. Right? Right? No moms didn't, you know, pack baby powder with us or anything like, <laughs> that. like you need to put some witch hazel on that. We're like, Witch, like witch hazel, like what kind of like voodoo doctor? <laughs> crap is this? Like you know, like witch hazel, and uh, somewhere somebody had some. It worked really well, but man, we were like very, uh, you know, never had heard of witch hazel. Most of us, anyhow, and and everything, and it was just funny because like he's sitting there telling us like what we need to do to help out. We're sitting there thinking that this new guy's like trying to put some like alcohol on our groins and he's like need to take care of them little bits <laughs> <laughs> oh my was it, was, great. it was great it was great yeah oh shoot that is awesome <laughs> need to take care of them little bits yeah you do that's what he said i was like because he always came up with stuff like that you know what i mean like you know Hiller or somebody be out in the open field and trip over the 20 yard line and be like, <laughs> what did piss ant get you? You know, <laughs> you because he was your linebacker coach, wasn't he? He's linebacker and running backs coach. Yeah. yeah. So um, you had a lot of time with him. I did spend a lot of time with him, but a lot of it was instruction. You know, I learned a lot. Yeah. A lot. I mean, I can remember between him and Coach Robinson. I, I live to run over people as a fullback. I love playing fullback more than I like playing linebacker. And I like playing linebacker, but man, did I love running. And he and coach would be like, hey, hey, Thomas, you know, you could run for a lot more yards if you would uh, make a move and run around people. I'm like, yeah, coach, but it's so much fun to run them over. <laughs> you, and, were, you were an offensive lineman in a fullback Right, body. <laughs> and I got to carry the ball. Like, yeah. he fed me the rock. And, uh, Oh yeah, and we he, get down the goal line, and and he would be like, "Yeah, you're gonna re- you're gonna remember this when you're 40 years old." Well, Here we I'm are. 40 years old, and I got the neck of a 70 year old, and need a shoulder replacement. I mean, my knees are all right, thank God, but my goodness, yeah, that's like being a Mack truck, right? Right. You, know, you come up, clean out, and uh, just you know, hopefully, open that hole for him to to blast through, right? Those are the good old days. And they, I don't know. I don't know if I could even get up off the line now. <laughs> Last time I got in a stance was 2013 when I was helping Rick coach B squad. Okay. I could still get in a stance and do my steps. Like the, the muscle memory was still there, but 
Yeah. That was a lot of years ago. <laughs> yeah. yeah I, I, I was talking a couple weeks ago with my daughters about um, uh, up-downs. What, what's the other term for up-downs? Burpees. Burpees, yes. And they were asking what burpees were. And I said, they are a high school football player's worst nightmare <laughs> in summer two-a-days. <laughs> Nothing like kissing the ground and uh, oh, yeah. popping up as quick as you can. Oh, yeah. And and my thing is, now people do them for fun. Right. We, like, what's, we, what's wrong with you people? That's right. It was punishment, right? Well, we didn't, right? well, we messed up in the games. I mean, the last thing we wanted to do was come to, you know, Monday practice because we knew those burpees. Oh, yeah. Hurt us. <laughs> those, those and suicides. Yeah. Or gassers. Gassers. Gassers were brutal. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, I that and uh, I vividly remember the pregame speech for Mannheim, and for Mannheim, it, it it was always like it was almost a foregone conclusion. We we knew going into the game what the outcome was going to be, and it's weird because Mannheim, it's it's like it's the town that's always growing. Yet their student body never gets any bigger, and they don't ever grow like never into, become a into, into the next class. <laughs> so they're always this like like huge, like the biggest you could be and still be in like triple A, and and you know, and it was like well, I mean, that we were bullshit. Really. A by like one yeah, student. Yeah, we or... were like one over, and they were like. Uh, yeah, this kid failed ninth grade three times, so uh, we're expelling him, and he's not going to count against us anymore. So, uh, yep, here we are, triple A again. You know, and it's just like, however they did it, the funny math or whatever that they used to, to, to make that happen. But it was, they, they were successful. And it was always just like, when he just was like, you know, basically four four quarters you know, you seniors have four quarters for the rest of your life, and you're always going to deal with some sort of adversity, whether it be this game today, or it's going to be your job, your your finances, whatever that's going to be thrown at you the rest of your life. You, you're going to have you're going to go into situations where you know the outcome is going to be the way it's going to be against you, but you still got to go out there. And put your best effort forward, and and I had a pretty good game that that game, even though I knew, you know, that was my thing. I I thought I played pretty well that game, but right? But I mean, the scoreboard, yeah, the scoreboard just was like very, very not much. That you, you'd have thought that, like you know, and maybe it was a little bit of lack of confidence or whatever in ourselves or what you know because we we'd gone up against that team and any i mean just the years prior to that just leveled us i yeah. mean they just embarrassed us mm-hmm. and so it was kind of like hey you know whatever but i do remember that that speech you know four hard nose quarters for the rest of your life it was like varsity blues you, bet. you know what i mean it was you it was bet. so funny but uh, I, I thought it was real hokey that day, but you know it 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 did resonate too. You know what yeah. I mean? It was funny, but it was good. It was good. You know, it, yeah. I look back at the four years of football that I played, and the senior year with Coach Politis. I mean, 
you know, you play football generally because you like to play football and you're excited to play football. But Coach Blytus, you know, his his staff that he brought with him, he he got you excited to want to be there with him and go out and execute his plan. Oh, yeah. And that made, you know, all the work leading up to the big Fridays just, you know, full of full of fun and excitement. Absolutely. Like, you were excited even to go to practice. Yeah. Yeah. So – just give another quick rundown of what you got going on now that you're down in, in Houston. Yeah. I am uh, north of Houston uh, in an area called Spring, which is in the Woodlands. And I'm working for ExxonMobil as a uh, project manager. Uh, I've been with the company now for uh, 20, 22, will be 18 years. Uh, so joined right out of university and had great experiences uh, traveling um, all over the globe. Uh, you know, living a period of time in uh, Baton Rouge, Louisiana, um, and then uh, nearly half of my career over in Europe, between Italy, Belgium, and the Netherlands. So um, traveled all over the world for the company. Uh, Gotten experience uh, cultures, um, you know, all kinds of unique experiences, and and now here in in Houston with three children. Um, my today's the what September twenty second. So um, my dad turned sixty six on Monday, and my son turns two tomorrow. So a big, it's a big week for uh, for us and the family here, but uh, we are. You're enjoying the now pleasant weather and I know now starting to cool down so that that, that miserable heat and, and humidity <laughs> is is uh, hopefully in the rearview mirror. Um, I'm so excited because football season is back. Yes, you it know. is. NFL, you know, added a game to the season. So yeah, you got Thursday, Sunday and Monday games for the NFL. Then you got college back. And so my wife is just hating the weekends now. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so things are well. Um, you know, I've always, I've, I've thought recently if, you know, something would change where I'd do a career move or something, who knows? Maybe I'd test my, uh, my, myself out at some uh, football coaching, you know? There you go. <laughs> I, tell, I tell you what, the most fun I've had since playing was coaching. Just went and coached B squad linemen. Yeah, and yeah. it was so very part time because I could only do it certain nights. Right, but I had a blast with those guys. Yeah, I tried to bring them that the same kind of enthusiasm Coach Politis brought. Like there was a couple parents that like. They looked at me and they're like, why are you yelling at my kid? <laughs> and meantime, their kid's like, no, no, no. Because I'm yelling at him. You're doing great. <laughs> this is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it seemed like it would be, uh, be something fun to do. Um, oh, yeah. Maybe maybe, um, maybe as my son gets older. There you go. No. Uh, we can do that. Joe, you want to throw an update of what you got going on? Same old man. Just fixing homes and living life and uh, 
just to, became a grandpa. So I was gonna say you're you a know. grandpa. You might want to throw that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I just became a grandpa a little bit ago. So enjoying that. Um, yeah, my son. He's he just finished their team. Took runner up in the championship the other night. So he was a little upset about that. But other than that, things are going good, man. Very nice. Very nice. We're doing this episode because Coach Politis is uh, going through a fight against cancer. Last update um, that I got was what I shared with you, that uh, things were looking pretty good. Um, when I saw him when I was up home, he looked great, sounded great. You, you'd never know. Coach Politis, just, he was just so excited, and that was always my thing with him. He brought so much excitement. A time ago, when you when you sent the picture when you visited him, I, I, I he looked fantastic. Yeah, I mean, compared you know compared to you, I mean, he he just he looked he looked, he looked like he, he was you know he was gonna he actually looked younger than you, Brian. I mean, you're not wrong. I, I don't know. I don't know if he's if he's coloring his hair. I don't you know. I don't know. <laughs> well, you mine know. all fell out, so. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, no, I do. I, I do miss him, uh, and it's, it's always good to think back on on that experience. Kind of, kind of funny looking at that picture. It almost looks like he looks younger now than he did when he was coaching us. <laughs> it was kind of, kind of surprising. But uh, and so with that, coach, we are pulling for you. You keep your hard nosed quarters going for sure. You're going to beat the crap out of this. And we've all got your back. All right, guys. Thanks for listening to our second Leadership and Mentorship uh, miniseries episode. I hope we, we were able to get across. I know we told a lot of funny stories, but I think we got across what Coach Politis meant to us and still means to us. You know, the fact that the four of us were able to, you know, get get everything together and tell these stories and you know still keep in touch I think says a lot about the bonds that he helped us um, put together and so coach I want to say thank you I think I can reasonably say that's from everybody that ever played for, for you but at least from us four and you know can't wait to get more updates um, glad so far everything I've heard you're doing well and that's good ladies and gentlemen thank you for listening to this episode Elliot will be back with me next week but in the meantime check us out on Facebook this podcast is none of those things check us out on Instagram at this dot those on Twitter at this underscore those Send us an email at this podcast is none of those things at gmail.com and rate, like, subscribe. Give us the five stars on Apple. Hit us with those uh, likes on Facebook, the rating on Spotify. Every little bit of that helps. We appreciate you guys and we'll see you next time.